Welcome to episode 147 of Shanlin on Batman. Uh, we got Kyle Davis. Yo. And this is our first podcast of 2020. So we hope that you had a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And hope that you all survive this 2020. Because come 2021, we will have the Batman and Suicide Squad. So. I don't know. I guess I guess we have to get there first because if you look at Twitter today, everything that's trending is all about World War Three stirring up. I know. I've been seeing that. It's been interesting <laughs> to kind of like see that unfold. So, um, I think that's why I said if we all survive uh, twenty twenty. So, um, <laughs> it's definitely interesting. There's a lot to. There's a, kind of a lot to dissect tonight. Um, because there has been like little news trickling out. Like there were the rumors that were going around uh, about the bat suit, and when the, did you see that? Like uh, that dude post on Twitter about how he like faked leaked to these people that about these scoops that he f- like never had. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see it, but the fact that something like that happened doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Like apparently, uh, some dude from Geeks Worldwide. Uh, w- saw this guy on uh, Reddit that had some information about like the bat suit and everything. And then like he ran it as like, like legit stories and legit scoops and like a couple. And then like a couple days ago, the, the dude who leaked everything was like, dude, I just lied. <laughs> like, and he gave, like he gave, like he like dissected everything down to it. So uh, I had like some conversations with people because like the bat suit's been kind of like, like been like the topic of the town mm-hmm. what's the bat suit going to be look like i you know i posted on twitter that i thought that from what i was told they would get like a batman earth one look or not batman earth one what was is that what it's called the jeff johns run i think i gotta that's... go look it's earth so i think it's earth one yeah I, re- I remember that sticking out distinctly for for some reason let me see yeah yeah that's it um, cause I, I keep hearing, like, that was the rumor that I was told and like, I was able to actually run that because it, the person who told me that was the rumor, he goes, that's not, you know, that's not what I've heard, but you can definitely. So, um, so like, it's just been kind of like interesting to kind of, kind of see how things have been going on the social media pages in regards to the Batman. You know, I've reached out to a few people. In regards to like filming, because apparently filming is supposed to start in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get down to like, so the first thing that I need to squash, I posted on Twitter like a couple days ago, maybe <laughs> maybe two days. So the soap, Grace, the soapbox is yours. So like Grace Randolph, who I think blocked me, luckily, <laughs> luckily for me anyway, she blocked me on uh on the Twitterverse and like a long time ago, thank God. But she said I saw that the people were running her rumor that uh. That the Batman was being pushed back two or three weeks for filming, so Robert Pattinson could like bulk up. So like, like obviously that's not true. But I just wanted to like make sure. So I reached out to a few people, and they all said that it was complete and utter bullshit. And someone who works out like a lot, like I I, I run every other day. I I lift I lift weights. Uh, I'm not in, like the greatest shape. Uh, that I've been in a long time, but like, you know, I just try to maintain a felt, you know, body two mm-hmm. weeks ain't going to do shit to bulk up. No, like it's I, not going to do anything. Like your body is still transitioning to the, that mode over that period of time, you know, like the, that, the only thing that you can really do in two weeks of working out is just maintain. Like, obviously you can put on some muscle, but you're not going to be putting on massive and like i don't i don't i never saw the video but i you know people like dm me and said hey is this true is this not true uh in regards to this and and as soon as i saw i was like complete and utter bs 
But let, if we were just to break down how working out, like two weeks is nothing. Like that's not going to do anything. Like obviously, like you can tone a little bit more. Like obviously you can you can do, but like that, like I don't see Robert Pattinson's body getting much bigger than it what it already is. Like he doesn't have like obviously I think that he can put on some mass, but I don't think that we're going to get like a Ben Affleck version, you know, where he's just like bulging out of every, you know, bolt like bulked out of the bat suit. I feel like we're going to get more of like a Bruce Wayne Batman that we saw in like the Dark Knight Rises where he's cut, mm-hmm. like much more like thin down because Christian Bale's body between Batman Begins and the Dark Knight are two completely different bodies. Like Christian Bale's like like Ben Affleck just like in Batman Begins like just bulky, really really thick. Um, whereas if you look at the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises, he's cut down, he's slimmed down a little bit. He seems a little bit, uh, like they had more time to kind of like mold his body. I prefer Christian Bale's Batman Begins and Ben Affleck's, uh, body in Batman versus Superman because like, that's my favorite version. Like this dude who just got muscles on muscles on muscles, looks like he works out or, you know, lifts heavy weights comparatively. And I like how the body kind of like filled out the bat suit and I'm not the biggest fan of the dark Knight or the dark Knight rises bat suit. Um, but the two weeks, Kyle, like nothing's going to happen. Like nothing. No, like you like, can <laughs> get back to us after two months, maybe. Yeah. Like two, two weeks. Like you can do some, a few things like you can tone a little bit, but in my experience of, you know, body lifting, like, I mean, if he's, if he's doing like great, like a lot of crazy things, like, you know, like maybe, you know, really like have like a good nutritionist, like do, you know, you know, watching his carbs, you know, eating, you know, X amount of, you know, protein. Yeah, you can, you can, you can maintain a, grow a little bit of muscle, but you're not going to grow like that much muscle to where, you know, where two weeks of not filming the film, you know, is going to do much of anything. If anything, what I think they should do, let's just say if there's some, you know, sliver to truth in regards to that fake hack rumor started by grace brando let's just say there's like a minute i feel like filming will not be pushed back two weeks i think what will happen is they'll film more like the bruce wayne stuff instead of the batman stuff they can film around like they can actually film around him his workout regimen and his schedule and do other things like they right, can switch but it's, it's not like every scene of the movie is going to feature him you know there's there's gonna be other stuff going on that doesn't mean you can't film that stuff first yeah and it's interesting like everyone kind of like latch out like everyone is so like interested in like what's going on with you know with the batman is this happening when's that happening you know why hasn't colin farrell been like officially announced by matt reeves on twitter like everyone's just like looking for like a sliver of news but like it's like we're in this weird place and I'm I'm like I feel like my new year's resolution for 2020 is just to call BS on those people who are constantly posting that fake news. Like I did it the other day with that movies and TV news Twitter page where they said that Jeff Johns, you know, was taken off of like the Batman and the Joker. I'm just like this is not true. Like there's no basis for this. And I and, and like and like I know you said to be in my soapbox, but like it comes back to like my tweet the other day. Jeff Johns, like the is not the reason why you know Zack Snyder was taken off of Justice League. Like he had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Like and he got thrown under the bus by the old regime. Like Jeff Johns, if we look at his credits, if we look at the things that he was in charge of wonder woman he wrote the script for look what happened with that he helped shepherd he helped out james Wan with aquaman did 1.1 billion shazam shazam was like 100 percent his baby all universally loved there's no like backlash there's no there's I mean, no like exactly division. you could argue like the three most successful dc movies in the post Dark Knight trilogy world were all stuff that he worked on. And like, I just like, it just gets me like irritated that like this dude just gets unfairly thrown on the bus. And like, do people not understand like Warner Brothers hired him 
to work on Green Lantern Corps, like to write the script for Green Lantern Corps. They also hired him to rewrite the Batman screenplay from Ben Affleck. Come on, Justin. Don't you know that these million-dollar companies like hire people they don't like all the time? And so, like, that's what irritates me the most is, like, he's constantly being thrown under the bus. What happened with Batman versus Superman and with Justice League was the old regime. People were thrown under the bus. Instead of letting the dust settle, instead of, like, doing a slow course correction, the studio had Kevin Sushihara. And, like, I pre- you shouldn't even say this because I'm going to get blackballed by Warner Brothers. But, like, everyone's, like, on this, like, like Jeff Johns did this and Jeff Johns did that. No, Jeff Johns did not do these things. Do you think Jeff Johns cares? Who Like, all he cares about is can we make these films service the characters? Yes, he had some a lot of input on how he wanted to see Superman go forward. But like the, but that does not mean that he had like everything to do with, you know, Zack Snyder being kind of like pushed away and he has nothing to do with like the quote unquote Snyder cut. Like it doesn't make any sense to me that this dude, this who has, who's considered one of the greatest comic book writers of all time, who knows the DC characters, who literally rewrote and made the characters of the Flash, mm-hmm. Shazam, and Aquaman in the comics much more interesting and appealing. And those are what the new movies are based off of. Would be would do anything and everything to derail a vision from Zack Snyder. Did they have disagreements on where they saw Superman? Of course. If you don't think that Kevin Feige doesn't have disagreements with where he sees his superheroes and superhero films, then you obviously do not understand the game and the background of filmmaking. Oh, I mean, of course that happens. I mean, the, even Marvel, you know, has people come and go the, on the creative side of things, come and go because they can't come to an agreement on something. I it's mean, just, Kevin, it's, Kevin, it's Feige, a natural part of the part of the writing process for anything. Mm-hmm, like Kevin Feige got rid of Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon wanted, like, he wanted, like, here's where I see the characters going forward at post Avengers, and Kevin Feige did not see that, and he they just had a they agree to disagree and they went their separate ways. Like what happened post BVS, the justice league was supposed to be two movies. They got one, but like what was going on behind the scenes was not the fault of Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns wants these films to be successful. Jeff Johns wants these films to be loved and lauded by everyone. And, you know, like I said, like I just, do does does he play a role somewhat? I'm sure I'm sure that he had meetings with Zack Snyder, saying, "Hey, we really want to we really want to you know go a different route with Superman, you know." But like other than that, like this dude was lauded by Ben Affleck, saying, "Like, look, I will read anything that Jeff Johns writes." So I just don't understand why this dude. Like I kept on seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. And finally, I'm just taking a stand against this nonsense that we see. What happened to Zack Snyder was nonsense. It was BS. It was unfair. He had a deal in place. They didn't, you know, he got thrown under the bus post BVS, and he his daughter's death was used as a as a thing to get to get rid of him instead of allowing him to complete his vision. Mm-hmm. And someday we will see the Snyder Cup. But like Jeff Johns has like very little to do with that. Like I keep seeing, like everyone's like, it's Jeff Johns' fault. It's John Berg's fault. It's Walter Ramada's fault. Cause it's Zack Snyder. Like Zack Snyder only had like five or six movies total in mind. He wanted to like bit, literally say, here's my six films. Instead of doing 30 films, here's my six films. We're going to kill off Ben Affleck's Batman, which he, he has said he would do. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then I'm done. You know, that like that was their original plan and that, you know, that original plan evolved into something differently where the studio saw as more as a long term plan to do other things with these characters. So like to continually see Jeff Johns being thrown under the bus 
is just ridiculous. Because, like I said, this dude has been given the green light to write three Green Lantern Corps movies. That doesn't I happen look, on a whim. That that takes a lot of planning on the back end. And, it, like, they've given him his space, quote, like, no pun intended, to write Green <laughs> Lantern Corps. But, like I said, like, do you think Ben Affleck's going to hire him to help rewrite the Batman? No. Like, Shazam is, like, one of my favorite DC films. He, that was his baby. He helped write Wonder Woman. Like, he, like, did the final draft on Wonder Woman. Now, did he, I don't think he got credit for it. I think he got a story credit for it. I have to go look at that. But, you know, I've heard from many, 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 many people that Jeff Johns really saved that film. Like, obviously, Patty Jenkins has a lot to do with the success of that film. She's a marvelous filmmaker. But uh, from what I was told is that for those first couple drafts were not that great. And, I mean, look at what happened with the Joker. The Joker, you know, the script for the Joker was constantly being written. They were constantly trying to make things, you know, work better. And, you know, the original draft and what we got were uh, – there's a lot of differences. There's a lot of similarities, but there's definitely a lot of differences Filmmaking is a process. Mm-hmm. You make it. It's not you're not just like, oh, you know, here's our blueprint of the film and things don't change. Things are constantly changing. And it like it just it just is annoying to see this constant this constant berating of this person who has everyone's DC fans, everyone's best interest involved. And I'm kind of like in a step back from that. You know, there's my stance on Jeff Johns. Now, if something comes up where it comes to find out that Jeff Johns and Zack Snyder like gotten into fisticuffs over <laughs> it, then my, my opinion's going to change. My opinion should be able to change. What do you think, Kyle? Well, you know, with all the with all the facts that we do know of, I, I think you are completely right. I feel like there has been a lot of unjustified blame thrown his way. I think a lot of that just stems from people being upset and wanting to find a scapegoat for why things are not the way they could have been. You know, there's a lot of wasted potential here, but sometimes that's just the the nature of uh, Hollywood filmmaking. Things don't always go according to plan, and when plans eventually fall out and there's there's uh, pieces of the rubble being picked up and trying to be put back together, you know, someone someone tries to point the blame at somebody. Sometimes it's Jeff Johns. Sometimes it's Sometimes that's getting thrown at Zack Snyder, you know, that it just, sometimes you just can't have it your way. And I feel like, yeah. It's not McDonald's. It's not Burger King. It's Ronald McDonald. You know, and like, it's just like, yes, do I want to see the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League 100%? I think it'd be interesting to see, you know, that kind of like come, you know, I hope to see it. You know, I really do want to see that film and everything, but like. You know, like the studio threw a lot of people under the bus to kind of save their own asses. 100%. Like, like, and it's been well documented that Justice League, they had, they, when they shit canned Zack Snyder away, they, the studio said, we need this film under two hours and we need it to be done by our, this certain date. So this head of the studio, the studio execs could make their bonuses to make the extra money. <laughs> Like well documented, it's no, it's not a dirty little secret in in Hollywood. And FYI, I was told a couple weeks ago that the studio laughs, laughs at people who like throw these people under the under the bus, because they constantly are laughing because they you people who constantly do this do not know how how studio the studio is run. Like 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 I keep getting told all the time. The studio is not just these DC films. The studios are not just Marvel films. Studios have all these other movies, you know, coming out. Like Warner Brothers does all kinds of stuff. Now they have to worry about HBO Max and, you know, Game of Thrones, you know, and, you know, all these other things. And Marvel has to do with Marvel, you know, with Disney and Pixar and the Aladdin stuff, like all these other things. So, you know, I'm just like, I'm just to the (laughs) point where it just, it's 2020. Can we let it go? Justice League came out in 2017. Can we stop throwing people under the bus? Am I, am I, 
I, I'm, this is not me coming out against the Snyder Cut. I want to see the Snyder Cut. But Justice League came out in 2017. Let's be excited for the things that are coming. We have Birds of Prey coming out in two months and five days. We have is Wonder Woman 1984 comes out this summer. Mm-hmm. We get the Batman next year. We get the Suicide Squad next year. I think Black Adam even comes out next year. Like, can we just let some of this shit go? Can we find other things to do and occupy our times instead of making videos about burn them at the stake, Jeff Johns? Justin, what are we supposed to be mad at if we did that? I don't know. Just go back to be mad at BVS, I guess. I mean, there's definitely currency. <laughs> there's definite currency involved in being angry all the time, and it's well documented and well proved that Facebook has algorithms to to those people and those posts that are constantly spewing hate on their form because it makes them more money. Well, it's not just Facebook; it's every platform. Yeah, I know, I know for a fact that at least YouTube also will actually like recommend you videos that are angry rants and critiques and stuff of more negative being more negative in nature than positive because negativity breeds dis- dissension which breeds division which breeds people talking about it which breeds more money for them yeah so like do do you have a point to make that maybe Jeff Johns did have some sort you know, but at the end of the day, like it's two thousand seven. It's two thousand seventeen. <laughs> was three years ago. But let's let's move forward. Let's let's be excited for these upcoming films. So now that we're kind of like back on track, let's talk about you know some of the things that we have heard in regards to the Batman. So I, we have heard that Batman's supposed to, the Batman's supposed to start filming in a couple weeks. And I try to – I asked a few people, and I've been told many different things. Yes, it's supposed to be filming. Then another person said, hold up. And the Batman's going to be filming in two weeks. This person told me, he's like, I don't, I'm not too sure about that. That's two weeks away to have, you right. know. Like if they were that close to the starting production, wouldn't we have uh, you know, heard something about sets and uh... – you know, being on well, vacation they, and stuff. I mean, they do have, you know, the sets at the hangars where they film Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. Those sets are being built at those very same hangars. And I keep and we we do know that they're gonna be filming in London and everything. Um but like there hasn't been a lot of casting news. And like for them to film in two weeks, like to me, I don't know. Like I, I I'm kinda like torn between like what's happening. Because we all know that, like, from now until, like, the mid to end of January, Hollywood's, like, basically shut down. Yep. So, do I think that they're going to start filming? I don't know. Like, I keep being, I'm being told two different things. Definitely yes, definitely no. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I guess we'll, you know, I also did see a rumor that uh, the Batman was doing some second unit shooting. I mean, that could be happening. They could be, do, you know, they still, I'm sure they still have to do their costume tests. They got, and they're going to want, you know, but we haven't really heard any casting since, you know, Jeffrey Wright and Colin Farrell and all, you know, Paul Dano was a Riddler. So, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know. Like, it's interesting to see what's going to happen. I mean, are you excited for anything filming coming up, uh, Kyle? I mean, sure. It's always uh, it's always interesting to, see, to hear about the the filming process there. I, I know I've, I've usually always taken a stance where I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's it's fine, but I'm not gonna get my excitement up until you know we're we're actually like on the cusp of it coming out. But I, I'm definitely definitely interested to see how this production goes because there's, I mean, we were just kind of talking about it. there's a lot of recent history of kind of messy productions. And I'm not saying that's gonna be a word or anything, but I'm definitely curious to see what kind of direction they end up going with this. Hopefully it's one of the, the smoother, smoother rides that we hear about. I hope that the production's smooth. Are you looking, are there any things when, in regards to filming that you must need to see happen? Like, do they need to film on, you know, in the real world or with IMAX cameras or <laughs> does it have to be like avatar 3d? Like what, what are well, your, I mean, in a perfect world, yes, I would want the best, visuals and the best camera used for every single shot in existence but sometimes that's just not 
it's not realistic because the budget would be way too high if they end up doing that. Uh, so yeah, I'm not gonna be very picky. You know, as long as it looks, as long as you know they get decent equipment, everything looks good, and if they can get away with using practical shots, that's that's fantastic. I definitely like when they go for a more real world feel in that regard rather than relying on the like green screens and and backdrops and effects and stuff like that. You know, if they can keep it real, that'd be that'd be pretty great. Well, I know that we were kind of spoiled with the IMAX camera, but do you want them to shoot with the IMAX for these films? Or it'd be kind of cool if they went with the the Nolan approach and only, you know, at least use the IMAX camera for key shots. You know, like not necessarily the whole movie, but like maybe for some of the more key scenes, like the action set pieces and everything. Yeah, that'd be cool because then that way you get the best visuals possible for uh, those moments that will really stand out in your mind. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if uh, if Matt Reeves is a big IMAX guy. I think I feel like he might be, but I'm not sure. I do know, like, like whenever I do see his films, like it's some really amazing photography. Yeah, for sure. Like, like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes. You know, like I'm with Kyle in regards to War. Like War of the Planet of the Apes took a took a weird. I wasn't really Dip. a fan. I wasn't a fan of War of the Planet Apes, but that was more from a like script and character kind of standpoint. Like the visuals of that movie were pretty amazing. So like I liked mm-hmm. it from that. One hundred percent. And it was a well shot film. I just think, you know, they could have worked on the the script a little bit more. Like like I have issues with the script too because that little girl is supposed to play like a prominent. And then you like lose her whole character for like minutes <laughs> at times. You're like, what's going on? Kind of oh, thing. She's so like, oh, she's still here. Yeah. <laughs> um but like the visually looks amazing like the way the way that they were able to use you know uh i think it was a way to digital or maybe ilm i can't remember but whoever whatever visual effects team for uh, andy circus's caesar is just like amazing how good that movie looks sure. and like j- not just that like the cinematography the action set pieces more so for dawn of the planet of the apes i think dawn of the planet of the apes is definitely more definitive better film <laughs> It it really like, is the dark night of that trilogy for sure. And like <laughs> I thought War of the Planet of the Apes like like I was expecting more war. There wasn't like a lot of war in that film. Don't you know that the war means the prison break? Gosh, cuz you know wars and prison breaks are the same thing apparently. So, I'm just like, <laughs> what is like like and both those films, like both those films, like I did a weird thing with it. Like I'd only watch like 30 minutes at a time. Hmm. Like, I just, like, watch 20, 25, 30 minutes of it, stop, go do something, come back a couple days later. Like, I did, it was, like, not on purpose, but for whatever reason, those films did that for me. But definitely Gary Oldman and – what's that dude's name? that I, uh, Jeremy Clark, I think his name – that his yep. name, Jason Jason Clark, Jeremy Clark. Jake. Jason. We'll, we'll just call him Jay Clark. <laughs> um, he's in that film. I think Carrie Russell's in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Really – Really good, like I really love that, um, that film. So I'm I'm looking forward to. It. I think that the cinema cinematically, we're gonna be getting something, uh, very interesting. And I think that what Matt Reeves is trying to do is he's trying to go like Christopher Nolan meets Batman the animated series. You know, I keep hearing that they're gonna try to set this world in the 1990s. I mean, Batman the Animated Series was made in the 1990s. I mean, obviously, it took uh, coincidence. From, I I think not. I mean, and it's <laughs> supposed to be a noir film. Hmm? I mean, Batman the Animated <laughs> Series was a noir type. Like they took their cues from noir. But no, like so real speaking for real. You know, it makes sense to take inspiration from probably one of the most influential Batman properties or like pieces of media. I feel like nowadays, if you look back, the, the, everything that the, the the anime series set up is kind of like definitive now. Like, mm-hmm. not to mention the introduction of Harley Quinn and all that. Like one of the most popular characters, it, it just makes uh, sense to, to pull from that source. I mean, we have had Paul Dini on numerous times, so yeah, he's a good guy. I like having Paul Dini on is always a trip. Um, but uh, but definitely. If they took influences, I know, I know for a fact that you know the Long Halloween, Dark Victory. Uh, I know they're taking some inspiration from Zero Year with the Riddler and everything. 
you know, there's going to be some influence of year one, but I know for a fact, like Long Halloween, Dark Victory are going to be heavily influencing the script and the overall, you know, the story for the Batman. I don't think they're going to be taking like direct, you know, direct narrative plot points and from those two books. I think he's trying to come from a wholly uh, fresh interpretation of like where he wants to take a story, his narrative. But definitely, you know, we keep hearing that, you know, Batman the Animated Series, Long Halloween, Dark Victory. I like Long Halloween, Dark Victory. I like Dark Victory even more because that's like, to me, like the, the definitive Robin story. And every time that I keep hearing that this film is going to be origin, everyone tells me, and I've heard this from like four or five different people, that people tell me that it's it's an origin film, but it's not a Batman origin film. So I always, like, I always scratch my head. It's like, are you trying to tell me that it's going to be a Robin origin? Kind of like there's going to be a Robin origin in Like, can't tell you. Can't tell you, but it's not a everything that we've here. I'd, actually, I'd be down for that because I, I feel like at this point we've already gotten multiple interpretations of the Batman origin. And by now, everyone has already found their definitive version of that. Regardless, of, you know, you go back to multiple. Every time we've gotten a Robin introduction, it's never gone very well. I mean, like you look at uh, what we get, what we did back in the Schumacher films, and then you look at, I, I guess, what they did with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Rises. Can we even count that as a Robin origin movie? I don't know. And then the Batman, like I liked the Batman, the Batman Forever origin. Like I thought that was really well done. I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, the Two-Face, kind of like he was the one who kind of, like, did it and everything. But, like, that origin's pretty good. I didn't like that he was, like, 73. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dick Grayson's over here, 73 years old, and, like, gonna poor, be Robin. It's like, poor 34-year-old orphaned Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, like, it's interesting to kind of, like, we're, we're I, I don't know, like, I like, I don't know who to, tr- like, like, there's so much crap being thrown at us in regards to this is happening, that's not happening. It's so hard to, like, step back and, you know, and, like, all right, is this information legit? I was told that mid-January is when they were going to start filming. But I also was told that March is when they're going to start it. So I don't know. It's really going to be interesting to see. But, you know, like, as soon as filming starts, you know, we're going to be recording and talking about it, you, you know. Um, I really hope that we get like what I'm looking forward to most, uh, you know, is the, what the suit and the Batmobile is going to look like. And like I said, like I keep hearing that, like the rumor a couple days ago was that there was going to take inspiration for Lee Bermejo. And that was, you know, that was the rumor back with Ben Affleck as Batman. And I even reached out to Lee. He goes, well, you know, that's the rumor I've heard, but I can't, I, you know, I don't know for certain. Like, I literally sent him a message. He's like, I've heard that rumor. I've seen that rumor. So, I know he posted something back in, like, September, October, and he said, like, hmm, from his Instagram. It was, like, like Robert Pattinson in, like, his bat suit. Um, but, um, I don't know. I've also heard that they're going to try to use the yellow oval again, like, that that's at some point we're going to see that that being brought back into it so i don't know like like i said it goes back to we've there's so much crap being thrown at us we it's so hard to kind of like this is what's happening because information that does get passed along from rumors or from leaks could be old information could be from seven eight months ago when you know things weren't progressing you know like that does that make sense kyle yeah i'm totally on board with what you're saying so if so, when in regards to this Robert Pattinson Batman bat suit, what do you want to see? What do you not want to see? Do you want to see long ears? Do you want to see the yellow oval? Do you want to see it look like Libra Mayo's suit? What are you thinking? So, first off, <laughs> the, the the yellow oval. I know it's a nostalgic thing, but I'd pro- I'd rather not see that. I, I feel like that just almost screams camp at me to me like i i don't feel like if you're trying to take this as a i guess it depends on the direction of the movie but if you're going for like a more serious movie in tone i don't feel like it would fit very well but i mean if you're going for a campier uh campier thing then yeah maybe it would work but 
Um, when you said when you said uh, Libri Miho's Batman suit, that definitely got me very excited because I love the, the look of the Noel suit. So if it's something in that vein, I am definitely very interested. But I guess in general, all signs seem to be pointed that it's going to be one of the a gray suit, right? That's what it seems like it's going to be. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like know. So, like something between Libra Mijos and the animated series. I mean, if they do animated series, then that means they're going to have to go back to the yellow oval. I mean, not right? necessarily. You can keep other components, but just not that one. I, mean, I don't if, know. If they went for like a gray suit, I'd be down for that. That's kind of like an iconic look. I don't know. Like I was told that it's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of different. It's gonna take classic, iconic, you know, from a lot of different things. And uh, I don't know. And like I heard the, you know, I don't know. Like like I said, I've been told so many different things. We're gonna see the yellow oval again at some point. You know, Leaper Mayo suit's gonna be. Like the Batmobile is gonna look like this, the Batmobile is gonna look like that. I don't know. I just don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. And since we're so close to filming, like everyone's trying to like get their last like Super Bowl picks out of the way. So like I told you so, I told you so, I told you that was gonna be it. So um it's definitely interesting to kind of see what it is, what what we I like Leaper Mayho suit. Um the only thing I don't like about it is that like the like the sh- like that black silhouette, yeah, like the like the black neck silhouette is like kind of it's a little like, big. <laughs> like it comes, like it comes and it like connects to like the the uh the bat symbol. Like I don't, I'm not a fan of that. So if they were able to do where it was kind of like disconnected instead of like one giant piece, like I'm cool with it. Like I like the suit. I mean. I, you know, and I love Leaper Mayhem and I love his, you know, what his look of, you know, his world is and everything. But that's just not, you know, that's just will never be the definitive suit for me. I really like Greg Capullo's bat suit. I think that his that bat suit's really good. Uh, I wanted to see some longer ears this time. Like, I think like short ears are fine. But my favorite, you know, bat cowl is the Michael Keaton bat cowl um, with that, like, the mid-range ears. And it looks good, you know, it looks good in the, you know, in the Batmobile. looks good in, uh, you know, the bat plane. Like, I don't know. I just like those. That That would be my ideal size. I don't, and I, I'm not a big fan of like really. I don't like the like the Batman like bat like even the Batman Beyond bat suit. Like as cool as that thing is, I think those ears are too long. Just my, I th- <laughs> aren't you aren't you more like the uh, shorter bat ears? I'm more into the shorter ears. Yeah, it, it just from an economic standpoint, it makes more sense. I mean, well, Bruce Wayne's a billionaire, so what the fuck does it matter? I mean, if you want to go sneaking around and doing gymnastics with your long ears, then by all means, be my guess. <laughs> it just seems like it'd make more sense to design the suit with shorter ears. I like I I do like the the ear the cowl on Batman Forever too. Like like something that's like mid range to me has always kind of been like my thing. So, um. Anything else in regards to that? Like, I I really hope that we get to see like all the cast and character. Like, I don't want to see leaks. Like, I don't want to say like, here's our first picture of you know Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne or Batman. That's like some really grainy, <laughs> nasty looking, some flip phone camera from like seventy <laughs> from like seven miles away. <sighs> um, yeah. I'm not a like. If I hope could... they get. Some, if we can avoid another Suicide Squad scenario, that'd be pretty great. It's like weird to me that they just don't like release like stills. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they don't like people talking about their products or something. I don't know. Like you think, like as you know, the studio would be a lot, a little bit more well machined in regards to that, but it's not. Um, so you want shorter ears? Yeah, I say 
over shorter ears. Like I like the Batman Begins cowl and everything. Like those are kind of shorter. Uh, let me look at that again. Hold on. It's been a minute since this. Batman Begins cowl. Yeah, you know, I could like I like the Batman Begins cowl too. Like those like those are the like the length I'm cool with. I'm a fan of that. So I'm a huge fan of the, the, those ears. Uh, do you want to see white eyes this time, or do you want to see mm. like it always like it's always it always comes down to like like the nitty gritty. I can go either way with the eyes. I guess I guess I would have to see how they they look if they decide to go for white eyes to to really form a strong opinion on them or not. I'm either way. Like it doesn't matter to me. It makes no difference. White eyes, regular eyes. As long as the suit, as long as he looks good in the suit, really doesn't matter much to me. Um, any particular vision of the Batmobile? Man, I feel like at this point we've run almost the whole gambit on Batmobiles. I, I'd almost be down if they just kind of went back and did like a like a Batman animated series kind of vehicle, just kind of go old school with it. Like honestly, that's what I'm hoping for too. Holy this, shit, Kyle! We've agreed to like three, four major things tonight. This is revolutionary. This never happens, guys. Like we were like, I was like, Kyle, what did you think of Rise of Skywalker? Because I fucking hate it. He's like, because I fucking hate that movie too. I was like, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> Alert the presses. Me and Justin agree on things. It's a sign of the apocalypse. World War Three is coming. But yeah, uh, go back to the your vision of the animated series Batmobile. But does it have to be blue and gray? Can we no, make it no. black? We can make it black. I feel like black would even work better in live action. That's kind of a long Batmobile too. Long ass Batmobile, but he got the money. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Any any things that you must see in the new Batcave? No. Uh, maybe I mean, if I was being cheeky, I'd be like, I want a dinosaur in the in the Batcave. Well, I can't remember what's <laughs> so, that dinosaur even used for. I don't get I, it. I don't think it's used for anything. I think it's just there for decoration because he's a billionaire. <laughs> but it would be cool if, if at some point, maybe have in this movie, if sometime during the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman run, that we actually get some kind of scene where the a villain of some kind actually breaks into the bat layer. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's what I've been wanting to like, like, like a Godfather Part Two sequence where, <sighs> like, you've seen Godfather Two, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Well, like when all of a sudden, like, like Michael's compound kind of like gets taken over. Such an iconic sequence. And the only man there to protect it is Alfred. I'm interested to see what his uh, what Alfred looks like too with Andy Serkis because I'm having a hard time seeing Andy Serkis as Alfred. I'm not saying that he won't be a good Alfred. I'm just having like issues seeing like is he gonna have like a little pencil you know pencil mustache? What's it gonna look like? Yeah, that, that, that's definitely one of the um, the photos. He's definitely one of the people I can definitely look forward to seeing the costume. Even though I his really costume is more just you know like a nice suit and stuff. I think. I think it's going to be cool to see him. Was there anything else we had to talk about tonight, Kyle? Talked about the, the rumors of the Batsuit. Talked about Libra Mayo stuff. Talked about filming. We talked about that, about that bull crap with Grace Morandoff. <laughs> I think we, uh, we covered any, the stuff that I'm aware of anyways. Any news on like a potential Arkham game? Still nada. I'm almost thinking at this point, they're just like, you know what? Just, just keep working on the game, and then we'll release it around the time of the Batman movie. <laughs> just cross-promote them. Well, <laughs> well, do you think that they would release it before the new, the next-gen consoles come out? Or do you think they're No, at waiting? this point, at this point, it'd definitely be afterwards. So we probably wouldn't see a release for that until 2021. I assume you're not going to get a PS4 or Xbox generation, whatever the fuck it's going to be called. Uh, 
maybe. I guess, I, I was did, I say, did I say PlayStation 4 or did I say PlayStation 5? I think it's a 5. It, well, regardless, you meant PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm not opposed to picking it up right away because it'll just depend on what games are available for it. Because there's no I'm point a- in picking it up like day one if all I'm going to be doing is playing the same games I already have, you know? I'm looking forward to PlayStation 5 for sure. 100%. And I hope they have a 4K player with it. I think they said they will. I think I think they're targeting 4K as the new standard for everything at that point. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Like I thought we would have, like everything is pointing to that. Like they're going to make an announcement of a new Arkham game, right? There's no reason not to, considering it's still a series that is popular and would sell well, and is featuring relevant characters and has multiple studios that have experience working on the projects <laughs> that are currently not releasing anything else. Why don't, you know? why do you think, so they re-released like the Batman, uh, Arkham Asylum, uh, and Batman Arkham Knight and back Batman Arkham city as like, what do they call that? The re-releases, uh, remasters. Yeah. Yeah. They did the remasters. Why haven't they done like a remaster of origins? I think Origins is just the black sheep of the family. But even it's though, so much, even though it's better than Night by far. <laughs> so fucking fun. That was a fun game. I'd play the hell out of Origins instead of uh, Arkham Knight. Still haven't beaten Arkham Knight. Don't even give a fuck. Not worth it. It, even... it. it basically ends exactly how you think it would end too. It's just like, oh well, that's nice. And of course, start. Can't forget. Good old Deathstroke in his tank battle. You never actually fight Deathstroke besides him being in a tank. That makes sense. Like I literally get like I stopped playing it because there's just too much. It was too much tank. Yeah, like half the game is literally you using the Batmobile to shoot like robots. It's like, like what? what is this? Well, I remember like we talking about like you know if they make another Arkham game, like we hope that there is like the Bat like you can ride around the Batmobile. And then, like, after it, it was like, there's too much Batmobile. <laughs> there's too much Batmobile. No, but no, seriously, the problem with Arkham Knight is you literally spend more time in the Batmobile fighting enemies and solving puzzles in the Batmobile than you ever spend being Batman. It's so annoying. And, like, the physics of, like, driving the Batmobile are horrible. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Like, they literally could have just taken the engine from Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead as their engine for, like, the Batmobile. And it's so fucking horrible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a big misstep there. And I don't know why they continue to put it on a pedestal. Like, oh, this is definitely one of the best Arkham games. But we're going to we're gonna throw Arkham Origins in the trash bin. You know, screw that game. I, I Arkham Origins. Origins had its issues, don't get me wrong, and like I think I'd I would still say I like Asylum and City better than Origins, but it's, it's oh for pretty, sure, it's still a good game. Like the only issue I had with Origins is like the boss battles. Like there was literally one boss battle you you, you hit a button and it's uh, over. Oh yeah, the, the the Firefly one I think it was. But like other than that, like I had no issue with it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like it was a shorter game. Mm-hmm. I like it kind of felt like an in between, like. Here's like our instead of them doing like a remaster of like Arkham Arkham City, like here's like a precursor to Night. Like and it didn't feel like it was like a cash grab either. Like Arkham Knight feels like a cash grab. Where like Arkham Origin, Origins is like here's yeah. like another <laughs> chapter. It actually kinda does. Like you, you definitely feel more immersed in the world and the. the Were there like a lot of issues though with Arkham Knight when it came out with like the frame rate and everything? Oh yeah, at least, at least on uh, the PC version, it was practically unplayable when it came out. Right, it would glitch out. You would, the game would crash and break. Uh, you'd frequently load into the city, but there'd be no textures on anything. So it's just big Lego blocks everywhere. I was just like, oh my god, how? How did this game release in such a mess? I remember that. Like, I had issues. Like, and then, then they had like a huge update for it for you guys. Uh, after like a month, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it became semi-playable after a month. That's fun. Wasn't then they come out with like some story like like after the fact, 
like what happened, like the true E true Hollywood story. Like they knew what that was going to happen, but they just couldn't. They could not release that game on that date or something. I can't remember. It's been a few years. I do remember though. They were they were letting people get refunds, no questions asked. So you know it's bad when that happens. Interesting stuff. I mean, what is it? It came out in 2015? That sounds right. I would have to double check on Google, but that sounds about the right time frame for me. I just remember it took like four hours for it to like download to my PlayStation. Oh my god. Like and I had like the <laughs> disc too. Like I remember it taking forever. Like it took forever. Jesus. Alright. Well that's gonna I think that's it for I don't think we missed anything. If there's anything we missed, let us know in the comments below. And that is gonna be it for 147. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at Batman Shanlin. You can make sure that you are liking our Facebook page at uh, Shanlin on Batman Podcast. You can follow Kyle. Where can we follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Looting Kyle. And then make sure where what's your uh, you're on you're not on Twitch anymore, right? Uh, I'm focusing more on YouTube these days, so you can follow find me on YouTube also at Looting Kyle. And then make sure that you follow Tom on Twitter at Batman Base Slap, and that's going to be it for 147. Peace.